Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. I am glad to be back at Heritage of Faith in beautiful downtown Crowley, Texas. Where it's nice and warm. It's colder in Tulsa. Jerry said, it's cold here. I said, go to Tulsa. It's colder. It was 28 this morning in Tulsa. And, uh, uh, but I'm glad to be, uh, be here and thank God for you. Pastor Justin and Annette, thank you for this invitation. My longtime friend, Brother Jerry, God bless you. Thank you for this invitation. And uh, I was talking with Lindsay earlier this morning just before we came over for the service. And she uh, prayed over you and prayed over me. And uh, she prays one of those get a hold of you and never let go kind of prayer, you know. That's the kind of prayer I like. And uh, I'm, I'm sure she's watching this morning online. And God bless all of you on her behalf. And thank God for that. It's a joy and honor to be back with you today. Um, I had chicken pot pie last night. And if you can't preach after chicken pot pie, you're just not anointed. And I had a second helping this morning for breakfast. So I am raring to go. Uh, I have been in the bullpen for the last year in, uh, uh, in, uh, in 2020. Uh, I was not out very much. And uh, I'm going to let loose on you this morning. Now, it wasn't that I wasn't preaching in 2020. I just wasn't traveling. I preached all over the world, but I did it online, on Zoom, and uh, I didn't even know what Zoom was until I found out last year what Zoom was, and, and of course, Skype, and uh, so I preached in Ghana, I preached in Nigeria, I preached in Nicaragua, I preached in Russia, I preached in Canada, and I never left my den, you know, <laughs> so, but it's, it's not the same, you know, thank God for online, you know, you do what you need to do. And it was a blessing, a blessing to me and a blessing to the people. But it's something very special when you get to see people's eyeballs. <laughs> get to see everybody face to face. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I hate masks. I understand the law and I understand, you know, in stores and things like that. I just don't like masks. I feel like a bandit, you know. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, anyway, that's en enough of that. Uh, but uh, thank God for it. Open your Bibles this morning to Matthew chapter 9. I heard the story of this woman who had a parrot that talked. But all the parrot said was, let's kiss, let's kiss, let's kiss. And she was so embarrassed. She was embarrassed to have anybody come to her home. Because whenever someone would come to the door, the parrot would speak up and say, let's kiss, let's kiss, let's kiss. A female parrot. And she was so discouraged over it that she went to her pastor and said, Pastor, I have a problem. I have a female parrot. But all she says is, let's kiss, let's kiss, let's kiss. And he said, well, that's unusual. I have a parrot also. It's a male parrot. And he talks too. But all he says is, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. <laughs> And he said, maybe we should get our two parrots together. 
And so he brought his male parrot over to her home and put the male parrot in the cage of the female parrot. And immediately the female parrot began to say, let's, uh, let's kiss, let's kiss, let's kiss. And the male parrot said, praise God, my prayers have been answered. <laughs> okay, on that note... <laughs> Turn over to Matthew chapter 9. <laughs> How do you transition into Matthew after that? <laughs> All right. Matthew 9. Uh, someone has pain on the left side of your back. You have pain on the left side of your back. And if you'll stand up right now, you're going to find the pain is leaving you right now. You'll be able to bend and move and twist and turn, and you're going to find the pain is leaving you now. In Jesus' name, somebody give praise to the Lord this morning. Hallelujah, it's healing day at Heritage of Faith. Matthew chapter 9, someone has, uh, uh, you, you came, you thought it was a migraine. Your head has been hurting. It was hurting last night, hurting all morning. Uh, whoever you are, if you just stand up, you're going to find that pain you've had in your head is leaving you now. Where are you? Stand up wherever you are. That pain is leaving you now. Don't see where that person is. The pain is, is leaving you now in Jesus' name. You find it's gone. Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said unto him, Yes, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. Jesus said to these two blind men, Do you believe? Do you believe that I am able to do this? That's half the battle right there. Just believing. I've been having some unusual things happen to me. Uh, last night, um, every Saturday night, as a matter of fact, every Saturday night at 10 o'clock, uh, I do a live telephone conference call. I did it in Brother Jerry's guest bedroom last night. Now, wherever I am in the world and whatever time zone I'm in, I, I do it. And there were maybe seven or 800 people that were on that call last night. And I've been doing it now for five years. And I finished the call last night and I had something planned on my heart for this morning. And then the Lord totally changed everything which he does on a regular basis, which is all right with me. Because I've told God what to do, and I've told him when to do it, and he's never done it my way once. So, and then um, right after my call, about 1030, uh, I got a call from a pastor friend of mine in Atlanta. And he said, the Lord gave me a prophetic word for you, and I want to give it to you. And I said, well, what is it? He said, Richard Roberts, you're going to have a change of scenery in 2021. And he said, that's all the Lord said, a change in scenery. And I thought to myself, that's not only a word for me, but that's a word for every one of you today. Yeah. In other words, what we have seen Come on. is going to change. Yes. This is going to be and is a glorious, great new year. Yes. Good things are happening. Yes. 
something good is going to happen. Can you say amen? Something good. Say, say that to your neighbor. Something good is going to happen. Well, uh, something has been happening in my life. And the Lord impressed me to share it with you this morning uh, because I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten something. Have anybody ever for- forgotten something? You ever, have, have, ever forgetful? You know, my, my wife says that I have selective memory. I only remember what I select. Like the man who said to his wife, honey, could you repeat all you've said the last 25 years? Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, you're slow, but you're worth waiting on. Anyway, uh, something's been happening to me in prayer. This is a feeding back just a little bit. Can you turn it down? Thank you. Uh, my father prophesied it over me when I was 19, but I'd forgotten it. It's easy to forget things. And just lately, since the first of the year, something has happened to me uh, when I pray for people. Uh, There is a power that comes out of my chest and through my voice. Now, I I suppose that power has been there, but I've only noticed it much stronger since the first of the year. And I got a call to pray for a woman who was in the hospital in Phoenix. Uh, She was uh, in intensive care and I prayed for her, and when I did, there was a, this power came out of my voice. Now, she was on the phone. This power came out of my chest and out of my voice, and, and she picked it up, and she, she said it, which reminded me of what had been prophesied over me. And uh, I got a call back from her, from her family the next day, and she was totally healed. The, the, the body parts that weren't working, now suddenly working. And uh, so I, I thought about that power and what I felt coming out of my chest and out of my voice. Then uh, this week we've been, or this past week, we were doing television programs. Uh, we do all of our programs uh, at, at the same time in, in one week because we have to get them to all the different stations across the country and Canada and other nations. And so we do all of our TV programs over a couple of days. And we were doing that this week. And we stopped after one morning's taping and uh, to go get some food. And uh, we all piled in a van, and we all went to a, to a restaurant to get some, some food. It wasn't chicken pot pie, but it was good. <laughs> and on the way, we got a call from the man who is the, the lead pastor in India for what I've been doing in India. And if you all were here and remember the last time I was here, I told you that I, was, I, had, a, I had a calling to, to pastor or minister, I should say, to underdeveloped nations especially pastors in underdeveloped nations. In the past three years, four years, I guess, I have, I've been in India. This is my, this is, I've been there three times now, uh, actually four times, and I've laid hands on uh, over 4,000 Indian pastors. Now, these are pastors who are not from the cities. They're from, they're from uh, small villages. They're from in the jungle, in the, in the desert, uh, in the mountains, and they have no resources. They do not get Internet. And in order to go into these, in order, in order for them to come into one of our conferences, they have to be from an area where there is no internet. I'm trying to reach those who have not been reached. Right. Yeah. 
So, so I've, I'll go and I'll minister to them for two or three days, and then I'll lay hands on them, anoint them with oil, give them a certificate that they've come, because that helps them with the government. They can actually get a stipend from the government if they can show a, a, a certificate from a, a session like, like with me. And they get, that gives them money every month from the government, which is, I wish America did that, you know. Uh, and so uh, it was... And they've been having miracles. They've been they're building new churches. Uh, their, their churches are doubling, tripling in size. Most of them had no idea they could ever pray for the sick. And I had a, we had a demonstration service, and it was really, really wonderful. I've been doing that. Well, the lead pastor who's organized this is now organizing what I'm going to be doing later this year in India again because we already have another 2,000 pastors signed up from rural areas. Uh, and my goal is I, I want to lay hands on 100,000 Indian pastors. So two more, two thousand more this year, and uh, so he called, and he and he said, "You you got to pray for me. I, I, I'm I'm sick." He said, "I've just driven twenty eight hours round trip up to this one area where we're going to be in," and he said, "I'm I, I have fever. My body is aching. I have a headache. I'm coughing. All the classic COVID nineteen signs." And he said, "I'm I'm really ill," and he's a, a small man, very frail to begin with. And so it was very, very concerning. And so uh, uh, one of my associates took the call and, uh, and said, well, Richard's right here. Would you like him to pray for you? Well, sure, he said. So, so they handed the phone to me, and we're, we're driving now. We're headed to a restaurant, which is, you know, we talk about being instant, in and out of season. I'm about to enjoy some Oklahoma barbecue, and, and I'm called <laughs> on to pray, which is fine. And so he got on the phone, and he, he told me, what was happening, and I began to pray. And as I did, there was this power that came out of my chest and came out of my voice. And he thanked me, and we hung up, and I went into the restaurant. And then he called back and said, five minutes after you prayed, the fever left, the pain left, all the body ache left, the headache left, the coughing left. He said, I am totally healed. And I remembered the prophetic word that my father, Oral Roberts, prayed over me when I was 19. That was the day that I gave my heart to the Lord. I had been away on a trip singing up in Chicago, and I had come back home sick. And uh, instead of going to the dormitory, my mother put me uh, in my old bed, and my father came in to pray for me. And when he stretched out his hand to pray for me, before he prayed, he began to prophesy. And he said that I was called into the healing ministry. And he said, but God will use you differently than he has used me. He said, where God has focused on healing through my hand, through my right hand particularly, he said, he will not use you that same way, although you may from time to time lay hands on people, but that's not particularly how he's going to use you. Now, I'm just 19. He said, there is a power that's going to come through your chest and through your voice. I had forgotten that. I hadn't thought about it. I'm a little older than 19. One month younger than Carolyn. And I'd forgotten that word. And it's been happening. And the good news is, it's going to happen here this morning. Amen. Now, it's not about me. 
Don't misunderstand me. Because it's not my power. In myself, I have no power. But I have an obedient heart to say and to do what he shows me to do. But when I do it today and when I pray, there is a power that's going to come through my chest and through my voice. And when my father gave that prophetic word over me, he then laid hands on me and I was healed immediately from what was ailing me. And I rolled out of that bed on the floor and gave my heart to the Lord. And that evening I was baptized in the Holy Spirit and my life really began. And I thank God for that. Now, the question is, are we going to participate with the miracle? Many people believe that God heals, but they have to wait for something sovereign. That it has to be on God's timetable uh, that we can't just decide to believe for healing. And you notice in the Bible that people interrupted Jesus all the time. He was on his way to heal one when another would grab him by the, by the robe and, and receive healing. So it didn't seem to bother Jesus that somebody stopped him in the midst of his travels for prayer. He was on the way into this house when these two blind men showed up and said, Thou, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Uh, there are those today who are in the ministry who teach and I've heard them teach. I've heard them teach online. And they teach that there were three particular times in history where God healed. The first was about a hundred year period during the life of Moses and Joshua. And then there were no more miracles. And then during the lifetime span of Elijah and Elisha. That was the second about a hundred year period where God healed people. And then when Jesus walked the earth and the lifetime of his disciples, which was about a hundred years, and then it all died out. And uh, I'm sure he is sincere, but that man is sincerely wrong in his teaching because I'm seeing people healed every day. I'm receiving testimonies from people every day. Just a week before last, uh, I was with uh, Brother Savell at uh, Kenneth Copeland's conference. Kenneth has asked me to, to close out the, the conference with a healing service for the last six years. And I got a testimony just this week from a man who was at that service. He's an employee of the Copeland ministry. He said, I was in the TV control room while you were praying. And I got healed here operating the cameras. And I'm seeing people healed of stage four cancer. I'm seeing heart disease healed. I'm seeing diabetes healed. I'm seeing crippled people walk. I'm seeing COVID-19 disappear from people's lives. We've had hundreds and hundreds of, of COVID healing testimonies that have come. You come too late to tell me that God doesn't heal today. Because he does. But he wants us to participate. And I want you to notice what Jesus said to those two blind men. He said to them, do you believe that I can do this? And that's where many of us are today. We know it's possible. But do we believe it? Many people come to healing uh, and they, they say, well, I'm just going to sit here and let God do whatever God wants to do. But God wants us to participate. He literally transferred 
the responsibility over to their faith. He said, do you believe? It's not what somebody else believes. It's what you believe. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they responded, yes, I'm able to believe. And he touched them and he healed them. But my experience growing up under my father and growing up uh, with mentors like Kenneth Hagin, who was a mentor to me, and, and John Osteen, who was a mentor to me, and, and uh, Catherine Kuhlman, who I've traveled with for several years, who was a mentor to me, and, and others like them, uh, Brother, Brother Summerall, and others who were mentors to me, they showed me that you've got to participate in the miracle. You've got to release your faith. And I often tell the story, and perhaps it's the, it's the best illustrated story that I could possibly tell about how to release your faith. And I've told it here before, but I need to tell it again today. And that is, when I was 10 years old, I had warts on my left hand. I had 22 warts on my left hand, and I'm left-handed. And I played ball. Baseball, football, basketball. And I would come home at night from playing sports, and my hand would be bleeding because the ball would rub against those warts and, you know, uh, cut them open. And I'd come home, my hand would be bleeding every night. And my mother put medicine on it and bandaged it up. And, and I was back out there throwing the football or baseball or whatever it was the next day. But, but it, they were spreading. They were getting worse. And she said, we're going to go to the doctor. Now, this is in the 1950s. Now, we're going to the doctor and we're going to have them burned off. That's what they did in those days. And I was terrified, you know. And my dad came home and said, let's pray. I said, yes, please, let's pray. And he took me in the bedroom and closed the door and said, son, I'm going to pray for you. And when I do, I want you to release your faith. And I said, what do you mean, daddy? He said, I want, he said, I want you to let your faith go. He said, you, you release your faith through a point of contact. And I said, daddy, what's a point of contact? He said, a point of contact is something that you do. And when you do it, you let your faith go to God. Well, I'm just 10 years old. I'm trying to figure out what in the world he's talking about. And he pointed to the wall and said, do you see that light switch? Yes. That light switch is a point of contact. It has no power, but it's hooked up to the power company. So that when you flip the switch, you touch the power company and the lights come on. Well, now I can understand that. He said, now, Richard, your, your, your faith is just like that switch. And when you release your faith, you touch God's power company. Amen. <laughs> well, I was... I was getting it. I was understanding it. He explained it in a way that I could get it. He said, now I'm going to pray. And when I do, I'm going to say in Jesus name. And when I say in Jesus name, you let your faith go to God. I said, okay. And so he began to pray and he came to a point in the prayer where he said in Jesus name. And I just, I just took my hands like this, not knowing what to do. I just said, faith, because he told me I had it. Faith, get up there to God. What's wrong with that? Get up there, faith. Get up there. I'm believing you. However you want to say it. Get up there. I release you. I let you go. I looked at my hand and every wart was still there. (laughs) I looked up at my daddy. He said, now, son, we have prayed and we have believed. Now let's expect a miracle. I went to bed that night. The next morning I woke up. They're still there. Second morning, they're still there. Third morning, they were still there. But I was expecting them to go. Fourth morning, fifth morning, sixth morning, still there. 
Seventh morning, eighth morning, ninth morning, every word still there. On the tenth morning, when I woke up, I looked at my hand. Every wart had disappeared. Amen. Completely gone. Never had another one on that hand since. Amen. But more than the healing, I learned how to let my faith go. And when I pray for you this morning, as I'm going to do in just a few minutes' time, because I'm not a long-winded preacher. He who speaketh short shall be invited again. (laughs) Well, he said I'm going to be back. (laughs) I learned how to release my faith. And when I pray for you, that's what I want you to do. And sometimes God tells people like me and like Brother Savelle and Brother Justin to do certain things to get people into action. Lindsay and I were ministering in Denver some time ago, and there was a woman who was on the side of the front row in a wheelchair. And I I had my eye on her as I was preaching, and I knew what God wanted me to do. And when it came time to pray for people's healing, I stood there like I am this morning, and I began to pray. And God was giving me words of knowledge, and I called them out, and people were standing up and waving their hand. They were healed, and that's what's going to happen in a few minutes. And all of a sudden, I turned over to her, and I said, Ma'am, when I pray, if all you can do is move a finger, move it. Now, it might have seemed cruel, because it was obvious she couldn't move her arms and legs. It might have seemed cruel to someone that I would say that to her, but I did. I said, if all you can do is move a finger, move it. Get your faith moving. And I looked at her and she just started doing this. And I prayed for several others and I looked back at her and I saw her doing this. Sitting in the chair. And I looked again a few minutes and she was doing this. And I prayed for several others and I looked up and her wheelchair was empty. And she was up and she was walking. And the congregation just about went through the ceiling when they saw her. Because they all knew her. And when the service was over, Lindsay and I watched her push her wheelchair to the car. Now, I got her faith moving. Don't just sit there and expect something to happen automatic. Healing is not automatic. Healing is a divine reciprocity between man and God. It's God doing his part and us doing our part. Yes, he does the miracle, but he wants us to believe. And that's why he said to the blind man, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they answered, yes. Now, there are many who believe that miracles have died out today. And then they get sick and they call us for prayer. Well, that's okay. You know, our job is not to criticize. Our job is to pray. You know, many, many a person has called uh, having grown up not believing in healing. But when, you know, it's amazing how your theology changes when you get sick. Because <laughs> everybody wants to be well. And when they said, yes, Lord, we believe. Jesus went into action. And that's what he's expecting to do today when you go into action. He's expecting you to go into action. For him to perform the miracle. He performs the miracle, but we touch him when we release our faith. 
Now, sometimes healing comes instantaneously with the Indian pastor I just told you about. Within five minutes, he was completely healed. Sometimes, like those warts, it took 10 days. Now, I'm not in charge of the agenda. I'm not in charge of the time schedule. I'm not in management. I'm in sales. <laughs> My job is to pray. Sometimes healing comes quickly. Sometimes it comes over a period of time. Why? I don't know. I don't know why God does certain things the way he does. I don't know. And I don't really care. I just believe in his name he's going to do it. Your healing may start instantaneously. It may begin a little and, and progress over the next few days. I'm not in charge of that. My job's to pray and to believe God. So if you have a, a need of healing this morning, particularly in your back, and you need prayer, would you just stand up for a moment, please? If you have pain in your back. And the reason why I usually begin with people's backs is because doctors tell us that 60% of Americans have back pain. And a lot of people need back healings. And there are always a lot of people who get healed by, in their back. And, and it sets the tone to help others to say, my goodness, if they can receive healing, I can receive healing. Now, someone who's sitting next to that person, just put your hand on them. Because when I begin to pray, there's a power. And there's another migraine, another pain on the left side of the head leaving now. When I begin to pray, there's a power that's going to come through my chest and through my voice. You're going to feel it. Because I know I'm going to feel it. Because I feel it every time I pray and I'm more aware of it than I've ever been in my life. And when I pray, something is going to begin to happen. But as I pray, I want you to let your faith go. When you hear me say, in Jesus' name, you just say, faith, get up there to God, I believe, all right? And the older I get, the better it sounds. Father, it's not by might, and it's certainly not by power, but it's by the Holy Spirit that I pray this prayer right now. I come against every pain in the back, every disc problem, every vertebra problem, Every spinal problem, pain in the upper part of the back, pain in the lower part of the back, pain in the center of the back, scoliosis, or pain on the side of your back, either side. In the name of Jesus, I speak, here it comes, I speak to that pain, come out. I take hold of it with my faith and pull it out of you. Now. In Jesus' name. Let your faith go. 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 There's a change. There's a change in the scenery this morning. You can just start moving and twisting and turning. A number of you are going to find pain is leaving your back right now. When you stood up, you had it, and now you don't have it anymore. Pain is leaving now. Pain is leaving now. Pain is leaving. There it goes. There it goes. Pain is leaving. Pain is leaving. Pain. There it is. There it is. There it is. Now, who can tell there's healing in your back right now? Hold your hand up. Hold it up high. Hold it up high. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 
Now, let me ask you a question. How hard was that? All he asks us to do is believe. We don't have to do the healing. We don't have to stand up here and do something supernatural because it's not us. It's him. It's not me. It's not my power. That power just flows through me. But it's his. Oh, somebody rejoice and give praise this morning. That's, that's 12 people who just got their backs healed. And there's no telling how many more will be healed by the next service. Now, if you've got pain in your shoulder, I want you to stand up. Bursitis or any pain in your shoulder or pain that's in your hips or in your knees or in your feet or any part of your leg, your, your, your shin, your, your calf, your thigh. A lot of people have pain that, that, and, or swelling. A lot of people have pain like that and, and they walk very gingerly because of pain. Uh, if you have any, anything like that and you need prayer. Now you just saw what happened. Don't stand there and say, well, uh, he probably ran out because he, he gave all those people healing in their back. God doesn't run out of healing. His supply is endless. Anybody else pain in your knee, pain in your pain in your uh, in, in your leg or anything like that, or pain in the neck, or maybe you just are a pain in the neck. Why don't you stand up too? I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness, a lady stood up. Uh, okay. Now, when I say in Jesus' name, that's when you let your faith go. All right. Somebody touch them now. Uh, there's a man here that has a tremendous pain. You've had it for several weeks, and you're growing. And my brother, if you'll stand up, you're going to find the pain is leaving your groin now. You pull that muscle and it hurts you when you walk. And whoever you are, my brother, if you'll just step out in the aisle right now and begin walking and stretching, you're going to find that pain is gone. That muscle pain in the groin is gone. Thank you, Father. Thank you. That's a word of knowledge. Now, Lord, we come against this satanic attack against knees, hips, feet, toes, ankles, the ball of the foot, the Achilles tendon, the shin, the thigh, the calf, the neck. In the name of Jesus, I send the word into you. And I remind you, the Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And so I stand here today and I send the word to you. You foul, tormenting pain, come out now. And there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Leaving shoulders now. Leaving necks now. Leaving. There it goes. There it goes. Leaving hips now. It's just dissipating. It's leaving. It's going out. The swelling leaves now. All the pain and the swelling in the knees leaves now. The feet and the ankles Someone will be able to move your foot around in a circle like you have not been able to do. You're going to be able to put weight on that leg without any pain. Pain is, there it goes. It's leaving now. In Jesus' name. Now let your faith go. Let your faith go. Let your faith go. Let your faith go. Let, there it is. There it is. Let your faith go. This is what I'm, Pastor Justin, this is what I'm teaching those Indian pastors. Many of them said, I had no idea we could pray for the sick. Now they're having miracles every week. Amen. Now, who can tell there's healing happening right now? Put your hand up. Hold it up high. I mean, if you can, if you can tell, 
I don't mean you just think. I mean, you can tell there's a difference. Look at the hands. Look at the hands. Somebody give praise to the Lord. That's God. That's God. That's not me. That's him. Praise God. Praise God. When I was a boy, I used to travel with my dad and I I couldn't wait until he would pray for the sick. Because, you know, he preached those long sermons. He'd preach an hour and a half, you know, wear me out. And uh, I was squirming in the chair. I couldn't wait for him to pray for the sick. I, I, I didn't understand what God, how God was going to use me, but, but I loved it. I loved seeing people get well. I, I still have that same feeling whenever I see somebody get well. Because he said, I wish above all things, you know, that you'd be in health in every area of your life. Praise God for that. If you need healing in your eyes, cataract, glaucoma, stand up. Problem with your hearing, stand up. Your station tube, eardrum. Anything like that. Problem in your, in your teeth or your gums or your jaw. And you need, you need prayer. Stand up. Somebody touch them. You need healing in your heart. Or your blood pressure or your blood sugar. Or something else that I haven't, that I haven't mentioned. Whatever it is. God knows. I don't have to mention it. God, 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 God knows about all of that. Anything of the blood. Oh, yes, I'll do that, Lord. And anyone who has a diagnosis of any type of cancer, anything like that, a blood disorder or, or a, a mass or a tumor or a growth or anything like that, if, if that's you or someone you know, just lift your voice in the spirit. Father, by the stripes on Jesus' back, I take authority over this problem with the eyes. Glaucoma, blurred vision, cataract, blindness, come out. Cut. Here comes that power. Come out. Come out. And there it goes. Loss of hearing, eustachian tube, eardrum, equilibrium, balance. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. And there it comes. In the name of Jesus. Blood flow normally through every artery, every vein, every capillary. Blood flow unrestricted through the heart. Blood, platelets be normal. Any plaque dissolve. Arterial sclerosis come out now in the name of Jesus. Somebody else getting healed in your fingers. You've had carpal tunnel syndrome. You're going to find your hand and your fingers are being healed right now. You'll be able to open and close your hand without any problem whatsoever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Heart beat normally. Enlarged heart come down to normal size. Heart beat normally. No skipping. No arrhythmia. Heart muscle be healed. Ejection fraction rate be normal. 
blood flow through every artery and vein around the heart. Heart beat normally. Blood pressure and blood sugar. That which is too high, come down. That which is too low, come up. And balance out and regulate. In There it comes in the name of Jesus. Cancer, come out. Cancer in the breast. Cancer in the bone. Cancer in any organ in the body. Cancer in the skin. Cancer in the blood. Come out. In Jesus' mighty name. Now just lift your hands and begin to thank him and praise him. Thank you, Lord. The healing power of God is available right now. You don't have to wait. God, you don't have to wait. God is ready now. He's ready now. He's ready now. He's ready now. He's ready. Let your faith go. Let your faith go. Let your faith, let your belief start. There's healing. There's wholeness. His power is flowing this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Every tumor, every mass, every growth disappear. Every diagnosis turn around. COVID-19, stay away from us. We bind you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for healing. Now, everybody standing. Everybody standing. Everyone standing. Everyone standing. Turn and face someone. Some of the greatest healings I've ever witnessed have come when people pray one for another. James 5 tells us, pray one for another that you may be healed. It's something that I've been teaching these pastors in India, how to pray one for another. And how the Bible says when you pray for someone, that healing can come back to you. It's a seed of your prayer. Pastor Justin talked about seed this morning. Well, prayer is a seed also. You pray for them, and not only are you praying for their healing, but that healing can then come back to you. And that's a powerful prayer. Just begin to pray for them right now. Father, I pray for this person right now, this man, this woman, in the authority of Jesus' mighty name. I come against this satanic attack of the devil coming against their lives. I bind it in Jesus' name. I pray for healing. 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 From the crown of your head even unto the soles of your feet. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We praise you today. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you, Father, for healing. And Satan, I command you, by the authority of Jesus' name, you take your dirty, rotten, stinking, filthy hands off. For we do not belong to you. We belong to God. We were paid for by the shed blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now just begin to lift your hands and give him praise. Just begin to give him praise this morning. Lift your hands. Begin to give him praise. Thank him for what he's doing. Thank him. Praise him for what he's doing. Thank him. Praise him. Thank Him. Praise Him. 
Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God for salvation, for healing, for miracles, for deliverance in our lives, in every area of our lives. Now lift both hands and pray this after me. Father, today I'm releasing my faith. I've got faith. I was born with it. You said you've given to me. And every person, the measure of faith. I don't just have faith. I have the measure of faith. And today, I release my faith. And by faith, I call in my healing in every area of my life. Satan can't have me. I belong to God. I can't have my family. Can't have my health. Can't have my money. You can't have my possessions because I belong to God. So Satan, take your hands off. And Jesus, I receive it in your mighty name. Now give him praise this morning. change in the scenery. There's a change in the scenery in 2021. I've got a word from God. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Are you listening? It's going to be okay. No matter what the world does, it's going to be okay. No matter what they say, it's going to be okay. No matter what they change, it's going to be okay. Because we're going to serve God. And God is not limited by man. And so I have the joy of the Lord in my heart today. Because it's my strength. And I thank God for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now how many of you felt a healing touch in your body when we prayed? Look at that. It's worth your whole trip to Crowley. Praise God. Somebody give him a mighty handshake. Hand clap. Hand clap. 